welcome on back to Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay, comma, uh, hmm. My name is Tori Tori Pleasure Thompson. My name is Tyler. We need to stop the sexualization of Santa Claus Matheson. (laughs) Okay. Now, I do, okay. Can we just take it from the top? I really hated the energy of that whole intro. It it was certainly stinky, (laughs) but I also want to know about this Santa sex. Look, we've we've lost the plot, okay? We used to have Santa who was a jolly old man who came down our chimneys and he delivered us presents and everyone was grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Ever since Christmas music started, mm-hmm. it's just been a horrifying landscape of songs about wanting to fuck Santa Claus. Well, what do you think coming down the chimney means, Tyler? Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't like he just goes in the front door. The chimney is <laughs> yeah. strictly for ejaculation. And the chimney of the human body is just the esophagus. Oh. Am I, I wrong? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Okay, my brain had to reboot. Okay. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> Santa Baby, Tyler. Everyone's heard Santa Baby. Yeah, of course. I don't explain how it sexualizes Mr. Claus to me, please. Santa, I saw Santa kissing mommy or mommy's. <laughs> Can you please cut that? I think I just had a stroke. I think I'm not even kidding with you. I think I just had a stroke. Dave, we're going to get some medical attention for you after the show. Please Tyler. do. But for now, you are locked in for an hour. <laughs> yeah. so hope but you survive. Now, you, you're sure. It's like when the when the bars go down on a roller coaster and you're immediately yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck, this was a mistake. Why am I on this sky train? Here you are. <laughs> it's not letting up until the ride comes to a a, a bumpy stop. Okay, so yes. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus is also a sexualized Santa song. Exactly. It's, it's about time and I don't have any more examples, but it is weird that there are two (laughs) songs there. It is weird that there are two songs where they're like, okay, Christmas song. We're in the studio. Okay. We've got our jingle bells. We got our shakers. We got the horn section. All right. The vocalist is coming in. What do we want to sing about? Santa giving presents, Christmas joy, children's laughter and cheer. Nah, I want to fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that red man. I want to get in him. (laughs) Oh, he's got such a big belly. I want to bounce on that dick. Let me fuck Santa. I want to stuff this motherfucker's stocking. Mm. It's got to stop, okay? Santa is like a child's mascot. Like, it just feels inappropriate to have a song that gets played every Christmas that's like, yeah, that children's mascot. Like, say we were at, like, Nickelodeon Universe and, like, the Patrick mascot walked by. No (laughs) reasonable adult is going to be like, I'm going to fuck Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm, Look at that boy. Look at that thickum. I'd like to get a little bit of that. You shouldn't be. It's a children's mascot or it's a Coca-Cola logo. You shouldn't look at a Coca-Cola logo and be like, oh, I'm getting post-sex jitters just from this. (laughs) I'm getting getting orgasm flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but like Norman Rockwell's depiction of Santa is kind of kind of cute, right? Yeah, it's cute. It's a child's mascot. It's like an old man. I mean, I mean, like, like, like cute, cute. No, he's like kind of cute though, right? He's like kind of cute. He's like, my God, would you say you did for work? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a B and E. (laughs) You only work one day a year. Oh my God. That's so cool. Wow. You are such an entrepreneur. <laughs> and you employ people of a different like race. Oh, for oh, oh, hold up there, sweetie. I didn't say anything about employment. <laughs> oh, wow. You have a vast intern program. That's so progressive. <laughs> Something like that. Sure. <laughs> intern and indentured servitude start with the same letter. <laughs> so how do you eat all those cookies and keep it so tight? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I d- look at this. Look <laughs> at my stomach. It's solid. It's packed solid. It's not even fat that jiggles. It's packed. Kind of a zaddy dough. <laughs> you. Okay, I don't I got, ever want to describe Santa Claus as a zaddy. Yeah, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, no, Santa Claus is Santa Claus, but for, but for prescription drugs. <laughs> 
Now I wonder if that's what he's going to start getting into. Because I'm sure I'm just, that there's, I mean, no, elves don't want to work these days. So there's probably, oh probably my God, ever since the, COVID, elves <laughs> just think they can stay home and what, the toys are just going to build themselves? But now there's all kinds of, like, there, what there is an excess of is opiates. Mm-hmm. So he can just bring those. Like, if, if you've been bad, you get addiction. <laughs> and if you've been good you get narcan yeah, we can't we can't keep we can't keep using coal because that's just no good we're running out of the damn stuff so it's bad for the environment you know santa is eco-friendly but he will give you an opioid addiction does santa rename all of his reindeer to drug names on molly on percocet on pcp <laughs> on meth <laughs> You got to imagine that dude's he, a huge drug head regardless because who in their right fucking mind would willingly be like, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm just going to give people shit just to like spread joy, you know? Okay, okay, but get this. I go down their chimney. I don't leave it on the front door like a fucking Amazon worker. I like personally deliver this shit. And then maybe after a while, they'll like start giving me like food. Maybe that's how I'll eat. Wait, is Santa homeless? No. <laughs> Hold on. The North Hold Pole. on a second. Hold he's got, on. He's what? got a big bag. He talks to reindeer. <laughs> he breaks into houses. A huge beard breaks oh, yeah. into houses, expects to be fed. Is Santa Claus I don't, I don't like where this bit's homeless? Going. I'm, I'm uncomfortable like, because okay also like he probably invented the lore of the north pole like where do you live me uh, north pole you, you you don't know where it is like no one's gonna go verify that there's a lot of things we can't we simply cannot verify about him that he could have just made up like oh well what's what's at the north pole uh Mrs. Claus, and trust me, she's hot. Like, really hot. She's thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Take my word for it. (laughs) It's just a man, a homeless man, caught in a bunch of devious lies, and now he's just kind of stuck in it because he's so embarrassed. And it's it's ultimately a sad story. Wait, hold on, hold on. If this is the lore, then why do we as a society have people cosplay as this homeless man in major malls? to hang out with children. Because he conned us all so good. He fucking grifted us all. I have a feeling that, like, it's gotten out of hand, and the original Santa sees these, like, commercializations of him and is just like, what the fuck? How did this get out of hand? I think it's because, look, there's always going to be cosplayers that want to dress up as something niche. And they found their mark... And that's why the cosplay has stuck is because there's a bunch of nerds out there who just want to cosplay so bad that they don't give a fuck who they're cosplaying as. Like, look at that. Look at that old red man down there. I want to be him. Oh, are you from an anime? Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. Although. (laughs) Although Santa-san is an objectively great name. That is, uh, that is good pretty name, good. Yes. It does it does also probably already exist. Santa-san. Okay. And then like he just sharpens the like fucking landing pads of his sleigh. Can you imagine the fucking intro being like a like an attack on Titan style song but holiday themed? <laughs> The final season might end as just a Santa Claus origin story. Wait, and that's also, so in the lore now, the jingle bells are just because the other days of the year, Santa was carrying around like cans and loose scrap metal he found that he could bring to like recycling place to get enough money to like buy a hot meal for the day. Yep. And so as he's walking, it's kind of like making a little jingle. Yep, 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 that's it. And I think think people, now it kind of makes more sense why people want to fuck him. Because if people want to fuck Pete Davidson, it only naturally <laughs> yeah. extends to Santa Claus. 
I don't understand it. How does Pete Davidson keep landing fucking tens? It does. It shows that no matter how ugly you are, if you're funny enough, you can fuck anybody. <laughs> no, no. This is the sad truth of it. Is that now it's popular for people to have a quote, like celebrities, to have a quote like average looking boyfriend. So they're dropping all of their like now all the Brad Pitts and, and yeah. And, now well, kinda every celebrity is going to want a Pete Davidson looking motherfucker. Megan Fox did it with MGK. Kim's doing it with Pete. There's only a next logical answer to fall. And that's someone is going to start dating Justin Bieber, even though he does already have a wife. It's going to happen. Chris Jenner is going to start dating <laughs> Justin Bieber. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if you can take teen heartthrob sensation, Justin Bieber and say people are going to go for the average or ugly dude. I mean, he's looking pretty ugly nowadays. He's, look, yeah, he, but he was a, like, he was the icon of, he was the idea of sex for 13 year olds for a very long time. <laughs> but that can be said about like a lot of people like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. When's that's, the last time you've seen that motherfucker? That's true. Home Alone boy, Macaulay Culkin. Also a bit of a, bit of a busted sort of look to him but but he's I, recovered a lot so we'll give him a pass oh nothing about his character yeah it's just for a couple of years he was looking pretty busted because of the drugs mm-hmm. and that's just what drugs will do to you oh of course they'll make you look busted wait so is that is that the surefire way to get a hollywood 10 girlfriend is to just do drugs and become busted yes is I, ho- I hope santa brings me some opioids <laughs> If you accomplish it within the next five years, yes, you will have an A-lister girlfriend if you just look decrepit. All right, here I come, Melissa McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Does Melissa McCarthy count as (laughs) A-list? Like, that's what you thought? You could have said, like, Madonna. You could have said anyone anyone who's actually a-list you could have said rihanna i'm into older women i could go for like Cher and madonna lisa ann betty white <laughs> okay i don't does betty white also count as a-list like i don't you know if, she's a fucking legend t of yeah. course she does <laughs> does she get invited to all the like the real hollywood party like the a-list hollywood yes, party of course she does she's a fucking party animal She's also like a fucking vacuum with that powder. You know what I mean? You know, they don't say it out loud a lot in circles, but I hear she smokes Snoop Dogg under the table. I I heard Betty White is the real throat goat. (laughs) I hate, I hate that so much. I hate it so much, but I love how the internet can take something as simple as a tweet that like, is so stupid that's just like, oh, Madonna sucks. Nancy Reagan was cool. And then we're just all, we all accept that. Yeah, Nancy Reagan, throat goat. She could suck <laughs> like no other. She could really slop down them dogs. And that's kind of why we need to stop the sexualization of Santa Claus. Because once, <laughs> it, once it happens, there's no turning back. Then everyone is going to start thinking, oh, Santa Claus is fucking hot okay and we'll all believe ourselves when we say it i'm realizing the more we talk about this the harder of a a nut this is to crack because what the fuck is happening (laughs) you got an hour tay you're in the Uh haunted house Uh (laughs) we're not stuck here with you you're Uh stuck here with us (laughs) so the more i think about this the more of a tough nut it is to crack because like not only have we sexualized Santa as an entity, but also like his aesthetic, right? Think of all the sexy Santa girl outfits that you see out there. Oh, we got to get rid of all of those too. I didn't even think about that. Oh, fuck. We're going to really turn Santa into like a Mormon icon, like no skin showing, doesn't drink hot beverages, only drinks cold, crisp Coca-Cola. Wait, is that a Mormon thing? They can't drink hot beverages? Some of like... You know, it's like levels, like some no hot beverages, some no caffeine, some no coffee. I thought it was just uh, alcohol that they can't drink. No, it's like a hot beverages thing, too. What the fuck? 
you know, for like the really like where it's like specific levels of Judaism and like specific levels of Christianity. So do they not eat soup? Look, I could look. I couldn't tell you all about the Mormon lifestyle. Well, you're going to come out as fucking yeah. You're going to come out as the factoids. You should know about about it. Look, look. Okay, (laughs) I'm not taking the Tay approach where like I know a thing and then pretend to know the rest of the story based on my one thing. I know the one (laughs) thing, and I'm not afraid to admit that that's all I know. Okay, I heard that Mormons throw their shit into space, but. While we're on the topic of sex <laughs> and Christmas, actually, this is this is actually perfect. Stop it! And Christmas? You're sexualizing Christmas now. Tyler, you trying to take the sex out of Christmas is part of the war on Christmas. <laughs> Keep sex in Xmas. All right. So I don't want to hear another word about it. I yield my time. Welcome to Health Axe. No. Whoa, whoa. What a, <laughs> today what we are a diving, whiplash. No. We are going to dive into uh, sexual wellness uh, just because I feel like it's a, hor- it's a horny time of year because we're all seeing imagery of Santa. So we're all starting <laughs> to get the blood flow and starting to feel some, some funny things. And you just know, they, the right do say, they do say that red is the color of passion that is most linked to like sexual acts. So that makes that, sense. That is exactly right. So uh, we actually have a, like a, it, it's going to be a short little two-parter. I just got like a, a preamble here, which is that I found an article that was the nine foods that are good for sexual longevity. Hell yeah. And this list gets a little bit buck wild. One, figs. Okay, the figs make you shit. Number two. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. no. It's not why, <laughs> but figs do make you have, figs are the activia of the before activia time. There are, there are two times in this world. Are we talking figs as in the biblical food or like figs as like a cool slang way to shorten fig newtons? <laughs> Which are also figs, but... Uh, no, nah, figs just are in the Bible. They don't exist anymore and you can't, you can't tell me anything else. Well, apparently they got a hold of some figs. Try Bezos' good website. I'm sure you can get yourself some figs. They make you shit. Don't know why they would be great for sexual longevity and I'm not going to look too much further into it. Number two, Turkey. You know how you always get wicked horny after Thanksgiving dinner? I think I knew about that. I feel like you only get sexual longevity from it because you're so fucking tired that you have to keep taking breaks to like, oh, hold on. Let me just like sit here for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold on. And they're counting that time. Like, I, th- I feel like this website is counting the off time. So that's why the shitting also helps because when you have to go run and poop, the timer is still on. The clock is still going. Yeah. <laughs> You're running down the clock. Tay, did you say you heard about that? I think it might like have been you, like the sleepiness. Like that you get horny after it? Yeah, I it's sleepiness, be Tay. Because I, I was making a fucking goof. So if you get oh. wicked horny after Thanksgiving dinner, we got to talk about that a little. Is Do it we? the mashed potatoes? Like, is there something about the texture? No, it's it just something. Just, oh, oh, yeah, it's whoa. the stuffing. It's that 100% it ra- the stuffing. It's it ra- because you never get that flavor any other time yeah, of year. Yeah, exactly. It's that savory, salty, bready texture that's just... Now, you got me going. Now I've got a rock-hard erection while, mm. we're, while we're recording the podcast. Okay, number three, avocados. Boring. Number four, beet ju- <laughs> beetroot juice. Boring. Five, pumpkin seeds. Hmm. Hold on, baby. Let me eat a couple of these little crunchy guys before we get into it. It's kind of like... Sorry, my Jack's penis is really soft. Beans. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm limp as hell. Let me eat a couple of these little boys. Yeah, it's like beanstalk. Oh, that's why they wrote Jack and the Giant Beanstalk. The giant beanstalk is his boner. Yeah. You eat the pumpkin seeds, bam. You got a rock hard boner and it's giant. It does increase the size. And we will be selling that exclusively on the Shapeless Media website. Number six, dark chocolate. This seems like some shit that wine moms continue to put on. It's, it's like how they say red wine's good for you. Look, I haven't looked into it. I don't know the science. But it does seem like some shit that people are like, no, you can't take my red wine. Over, from my cold, dead hands, all right? <laughs> and dark chocolate. Yeah. Especially you- dark chocolate in particular. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's got to be the pure shit. Otherwise, it won't give you a, a longer-lasting sex time. It's like... Really? That's what that's what does it? The purity of the chocolate? I don't I don't think so. Like it's so bitter and shit. Like yeah, I feel like, like they're just trying to they're trying to like spin it. I feel like it's kind of like how you convince the article is like how you convince toddlers to eat their vegetables. 
like, but except for adults, like what will convince adults to eat foods that they actually need in their diet? Say it makes you better at fucking. <laughs> Say it's going to make you a sex god. And Number like, seven. Let's, let's distill the chocolate thing down even further, right? Chocolate, all it really is is just like fermented bean paste, right? So are you saying that any fermented bean paste would like get you better at sex? Yes, that does include chili. Oh. Any oh. beans that are kind of fermented in something, it is... It is does count for sex. chocolate fermented? I thought so. I, I don't, don't think fucking, it is. I'm not a food scientist, Tori. I'm I'm making jokes about chili right now, Tori. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm trying to catch Tay in a fucking lie. I'm trying to catch Tay in a, in a throwing some shit to the wall and Why hoping no one says anything. Why would you try to catch me in a lie when all I say is bullshit? That's true. It's just sort of all your words. Yeah. Here's a trick about the chili is that okay. it's not that the beans <laughs> make you better at sex. It's that the act of eating chili is so fucking hot that it acts as a stimulation for sex, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you put a, grate a little cheese over that too? Oh my god. It's going to be hard to even fucking contain you your watch your it's partner be just sloppily scooping it with their hands and rubbing their face with chili oh and when they oh. crush those oyster crackers into it oh yeah it's a very very erotic endeavor <laughs> number seven pomegranate okay you're on tinder right now and she's like hey come over i'm horny and you're like all right here we go let me just spend an hour and a half fucking getting all these little <laughs> berries out of this fucking ball <laughs> It is. I love it that it's the most inconvenient fucking fruit to yeah. eat. Yeah. What a horribly inconvenient well, yeah. thing. Okay, if we're going over the basis of like these things are just prolonging your time in the bedroom or out of the bedroom, like this that tracks as well because you're just like, oh, you know what would make this sex so much hotter, baby? I'm gonna go unwrap a fucking pomegranate real quick. Be back in a fucking hour. Yeah, and it's just gonna be anticipation. It's just build up. <laughs> You got to like rip it and then individually pick it out because the white stuff isn't really edible. So you got it like it's it's a hole in here. Let me show you. And then uh, you do like that. Uh, thing hold on. I, I learned this technique. I got to fill up the sink and like kind of fuck. Okay, shit. Uh, fuck. I'll, I'm like, sorry. I'll be there in a minute, honey. I promise this will be worth it. It's like that scene from Ghost with Patrick Swayze where they're doing the clay, except it's just the guy like behind someone, like helping them move the <laughs> knife, like. Yeah, in two to four hours, we are really going to be enjoying this pomegranate. <laughs> We're going to be making love like never before. Now, number eight's boring, Maca Root. Who gives a fuck? Apparently, it's good for libido. But the number, like the, the top food for your sexual longevity and sexual wellness, you guys want to take a guess at what it is? Banana? Chili. Onions. What? Mmm. <laughs> Oh, that's mm. why Shrek is such a fuck god. <laughs> that's why he is just an absolute bear. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, because, like, don't Shrek and Fiona have, like, six kids? Yeah. Yeah, he can't stop pumping. It's all the onions. It's it's because he's eating so many goddamn onions. Like, every <laughs> layer is just packed with, like, sexual Sexual power. protein. Yeah. <laughs> They're the only food in existence that has sexual proteins in them. Do you think when Shrek is in a flirtatious mood, he goes up and he grabs Fiona and goes, that's my swamp. Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, on that note, let's I move on to the main article for the day. Gang, this is the six <laughs> gifts a top sexologist can't wait to give everyone on her list this season. <laughs> That is so wildly inappropriate to give that to everyone on your list. That is wicked. Hey, Nana. <laughs> hey, little cousin. No, no, no. That's for your butt, Nana. That's for your butt. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not for hanging like eucalyptus from the shower. It's for your butt. You put it in the shower, but then you put it in your butt in the shower. No, that's not for the dog, honey. Coworkers? You don't have coworkers? You're going to give this to everyone? That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. It is. It's a lawsuit. So master sexologist Carol Queen, PhD, is okay. who has sort of assembled person. this list. And, a uh, fake person. <laughs> and uh, 
she is a uh, staff sexologist and historian at a sex toy and accessory brand called Good Vibrations, which is already she's kind of in on the deal because if she can get these products to you, I'm sure her store is fucking selling them. So it's going to be going to be good for her end of year bonus. This is 1000% a grift. Yeah. But the name Good Vibrations for a sex store is oh, yeah, objectively that, that, extremely very, fucking mint. That yeah. does that <laughs> so does produce some dopamine, yes. Yeah, it's a real it's a real good name. Speaking of good names, the first thing on the list is the Good Vibrations Pussypedia. <laughs> okay. So this She's really, that's like if Jake Paul was like, here's the best Christmas list this year. It's the Jake Paul patented merchware. Like, yeah, yeah. You're just selling your own shit. Just selling her company's own shit. Yeah. So this, if you didn't get it by the name, it is an encyclopedia of all things like sexual. It's it's a comprehensive guide is how they say it to, uh, I guess, female pleasure. What about male pleasure? You know, I'm feeling really left out. It says comprehensive, so there's a good chance. Hey, but like, really, hey, it's Tyler, like touch hey, Tyler. It touches penis. Yeah, That's if you want to, if you want to be included, you have to be willing to get a finger up the butt. And the last time I checked, you weren't. So you got to meet me halfway, halfway here, guy. What do you, I I am in a constant cycle of finger up butt. They, you got to pry that thing out of me. I'm just so into like. There's never not a moment where it's already up my butt. Right, right. But it's your own finger. What, what I'm saying is you have to let somebody else's finger do the job. You can't yeah. be all self-conscious about your own. Why let someone else do the job if I already know I'm like, I know my own shit, all right? Dude, you just got to get over yourself, all right? Let me, let me uh, toss a few digits in there. You won't do it right. Unless <laughs> I can like supervise or maybe be like a foreman where I can be like, no, 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 no. Okay. Hold on. This let me... Let me micromanage you fingering me. Yeah, let me micromanage <laughs> you fingering me and make sure you're up to date on all the OSHA standards of like the hazardous workplace that is my asshole. <laughs> Yikes. Are you wearing PPE? <laughs> you know, legally, I don't have to pay overtime for this. Why did you say it like that? Okay, moving on. <laughs> Vesper by Crave. Now this is a uh, this is a device that is sixty nine dollars. Nice, nice. This elegant necklace has a superpower. It's a vibrator. It right. also helps shame and secrecy around pleasure just melt away. Says Queen, who doesn't just love any accessory. Who doesn't just love any accessory that multitasks. Wait. So this is a necklace that you wear around your neck. That is a vibrator. So if you're ever, I don't know, at Kohl's. And you're shopping, and you're like, "Whew, boy, could I just really use a vibe right now? I could just, uh, hey, I gotta, I gotta hop into the changing room and grab a quick vibe, but I didn't pack my device. Well, that's gone because now it's just around your neck for everyone to see and smell. <laughs> oh my God, Tay, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Holy shit, <laughs> that's horrible. That's horrendous Look, Why, oh my god on god's given earth would you wear something around your neck that you had just smothered yourself with that is a haunting <laughs> thought yeah it's terrible and if you're trying to destigmatize something maybe don't make something so fucking stupid like <laughs> yeah and if you're trying to like hide your shame about it don't make it something that's prominently on display for everyone to ask. Oh, hey, that's a nice necklace. Where'd you get it? Like yeah, you can't I'll- you can't wear a vibrator around your neck that you're like planned to use in public, and then be like, "Why are you making me feel shame about this?" It's like no one else is out here jerking off in public. That's that's yeah. the issue. It's not that like no one else jerks off. It's the fact that you're so public about it in inappropriate situations. Like don't wear that as like a human ear trophy to show off how many people you've killed. <laughs> what That's if my whoa, belt? Whoa. Imagine if my belt buckle was a pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not socially acceptable. I don't care if it's got a boho chic look to it. I can't get away with this fuckable belt. <laughs> it's, oh, oh, that exactly. rules actually that fucking rules. <laughs> exactly. It's not that it's like, Look, you're not changing anyone's mind by forcing that conversation by making people wear fuckable jewelry. Yeah, I hope I, whoever buys it. Look, 
I hope everyone just masturbates constantly. That's I, great. No shame in any of that. Don't wear your vibrator around your neck and be like, oh, do you like it? <laughs> and also don't tell me about it. I don't care. Like that's the other part. I simply don't care. I simply don't care. If I see you get super flustered at the question of where did you get it? And you get like visibly like flustered and blushy. I'm I'm out. I'm not going to fucking engage any further. No. We want to know why I masturbate because I'm fucking myself for me. Okay. I don't need to know about your masturbation. That's for you. I don't give a shit about that. Welcome to Tyler's Sigma male minute. (laughs) (laughs) The part of the podcast where Tyler talks about being a Sigma. Listen, fellas, when you're touching your dick, that's all about you. Forget about everyone else. Don't let anyone else finger your butthole. That's your property. And whatever you're into, just remember, no shame. It's all love here on Tyler Sigma Male Minute. All right. Peace and love, guys. It's like actually a really great segment. It's like a re- <laughs> it's like a really uplifting kind yeah. of thing. Love that. Next, we have the Star C external vibrator. $93. Now, this is made for anyone and everyone by a non-binary person, and this vibe is truly as cute as at, is truly as cute as it is functional. Now, this is a vibrator that looks like a little starfish that has a smiley face on it. I don't know how you use it. Can you send me a picture? It says external, and to me, that means external. From the outside. Yeah, it's an external but, vibrator. I don't... Yeah. So, you, you um, use this for stimulating a very specific part of the female anatomy. What part is but that? But it's for everyone. The, the clitoris. No, this but says it's, it's for, for anyone and everyone. Right, but like this... That can't reach my huh. prostate. I'll say that much. It, See, it, it can what, if you're what, brave what, enough? No, it's external. It's what I, yeah, external. it's external. Well, like, so you can, I would you can say still... you were right, Tay, but it is such a bizarre shape that it's like, okay, for anyone and everyone, but is it like, I guess I could push it into my gooch. It's yeah, equally, or that seems kind of wide. I don't know how wide it is. It's yeah, equally just, unusable for anyone and everyone. Well, just put it, put it down near your bits and let it do its job. I don't like its little smiley face. It, it, this thing has like a, a weird creepy it's like sort of cute but just kind of creepy based on it being on a sex toy on god i love it (laughs) it looks like the starfish from finding nemo and i don't know if i want to put it down my pants and let it do its job yeah now i don't know yeah i guess do i do you just sort of rest your penis on it and hope that it does bring you to climax or like rub it up and down and shit I don't know. We don't got to spend a ton more time on this one. I just, I, I was very confused and I was hoping yeah. maybe we could get some headway on like what this, what the fuck is this starfish? I would, but I would love to get that in like a pastel also, pink color. That'd be cute. $93. That's, that's that shit is like two inches by three inches. I know that shit sucks. Yeah. I wish it sucked. Then I would actually understand how it works, but fair. Next, we have the Aura Ring Generation 3, $299. (laughs) I love when sex toys try marketing themselves like iPhones. Yeah, like a tech company. This is where we start getting uh, into the weird territory for this being sexologist-recommended sexual wellness gifts because this actually just is a Fitbit ring, basically. It's like a Fitbit that you wear on your finger. Tracks your sleeping, tracks your heart rate, tracks your blood pressure, all that shit. So then what else does it do? Congratulations on your 3 a.m. run. You burned 400 calories. <laughs> you know what a Fitbit does, right? Just trying to track your wellness stuff? Yeah. That's what, what it does. what does it do for sex? Exactly. What, is- what the fuck? What the fuck, Carol That's Queen? That's just a Fitbit. Why would I pay $299 for a Fitbit? That shit's 85 Maybe if maybe it'll like sense that your penis is getting erect and it's like, oh, <laughs> hell nah, cowboy, you're about to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it compliments you like while you're having sex. Like it's a Fitbit that like tells you like great fucking as, as you're masturbating. It's like you're huge. <laughs> <laughs> or you can turn it to a shaming mode if you don't like to be encouraged. It also has like a shame mode like wow, that's the smallest one I've ever seen. You're a pathetic shame, 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 shame. 
So that's a pretty wild thing to have on the list. In the school bathroom, you pervert. How are you so small? Next, we have... Well, okay, let me just read it. Let me start off by saying it is the cheapest one, so that's good. It's $13. Ruth Bader Ginsburg Pop Art 3D Face Mask. No, no, no. no. Nope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. No. That's a sexual wellness gift. That's what that's what Carol Queen PhD sexologist says is that they Ruth Bader Ginsburg pop art 3D face mask is is should be on that list I guess. With over 1000 five-star reviews, this comfortable mask lets you channel the power of an icon while keeping Stop. you safe. The multicolored pop art design is also fun, Stop. stylish and goes with every <sighs> outfit. Oh my god, they're girl bossing god. sex. Yeah. And it's no. not even sex related. No, you're not going to. Not even well, close. I guess Ruth Bader Ginsburg sex. was a professional, a Supreme Court justice. Why are you making her into a sex product? Mm-hmm. It just seems a little disrespectful, but it seems wildly disrespectful. I don't think. Look, Tyler, if I'm being to be fully fair, people don't need to hear our thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah this feels along the same lines as when anytime disney brings back a dead actor for the screen i'd say maybe a little bit worse yeah i would because, say a little bit yeah but like along the same lines you know what i mean right i feel like if mm. ruth bader ginsburg was still alive and saw that product she'd be like okay you know what new supreme court law just <laughs> dropped guess what we're <laughs> banning sex altogether it's done yeah that's the thing i think she would be fine with this like pop art face mask style what i don't think she'd be okay with is the fact that this fucking website put her in a listicle trying to sell shit that they probably have affiliate links to that a sexologist is recommending for gifts like it's just it's that whole thing that's probably not kosher it nothing nothing about it is but i did i did you say ruth bader ginsburg would be into the pop art style no, I think that I, I think she would be okay with the fact that the, someone like graphic designed her likeness and then put it on a face mask. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you just were. She loves it. You know that Campbell artistic- soup picture? She loves that shit. <laughs> she, Ruth Bader Ginsburg Funko Pops. She loved them. She couldn't uh, wait to get one of her own. She was a big fan of them. Yeah. Okay. The last one on the list we have: internal clitoris necklace. In sterling silver, $90. So is this... Is, is this, this a necklace for your clitoris or is this a necklace yeah. for your neck? I don't Tyler. actually... No, don't tell us. I'd rather picture a necklace for your clitoris than anything else. Wow. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me try and paint this picture before I show you guys. It is a necklace in sterling silver that looks like a clitoris and also is a vibrator... In sterling silver? In sterling silver, which I don't know if that is good to put in you. I don't think it is. But master sexologist PhD Carol Queen or whatever. She's yeah, she she seems to know what's up. And probably hasn't is making no money off this. The most girl boss thing about this article is the fact that they keep referring to this make-believe sexologist as like Queen says. Yeah, like yeah. it just feels so girl boss. Like hey, someone thought queens, they were so clever. Yeah, this queen recommends a sterling silver pocket pussy. I have to be one hundred percent honest with you two. You cannot be. <laughs> this is the ugliest fucking necklace I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's a hideous fucking necklace. It's it's like this. <laughs> it's like it, an upside down wishbone with uh-huh. a mouth guard inside of it. Sure. Yeah, that's actually. <laughs> It is unrecognizable as a clitoris. It literally looks like my retainer. (laughs) I could put this on the YouTube thumbnail and Susan's going to be totally fine with it. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's because no AI on earth will be able to figure out what the fuck that is. No, no. So again, it is another fucking thing, though, that is just like, hey, do you want to wear your sex toy around your neck? Great. It's in sterling silver this time. Get after it, King. Wait, can you can you read the little flavor ter- paragraph underneath that for us, please? This sterling silver <laughs> necklace is a statement piece. Not all sexy necklaces vibrate. 
This one was designed by the late great mother of masturbation, Dr. <laughs> Betty Dodson, <laughs> whose gifts as a fine artist are right up there with her gifts as a pleasure activist, what says Queen. Fuck? She also loves all of her other work, or all of, she also loves all of her other work of art pieces of jewelry. That, that was a like bad an sentence. Incorrect sentence. Yeah. That was a bad just, sentence. Now, what's mother a sexy of masturbation necklace? Masturbation is such a fucked up term. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love mother of masturbation. Tyler, what's a sexy necklace? Um, well, I guess we figured it out today, but before today, I was unaware of this kind of um, associated brand, maybe this product line within the um, sex toy uh, products. Yeah, like within yeah. the industry, you didn't know that there was like it's it's like right now it's the race to find the most wearable sex toy. <laughs> also, don't vibrators need like batteries and shit? Mm -hmm. Where would you yeah. put a battery on this thing? Ain't no damn place for a AAA on that thing. Yeah, so it's a it's a real thin little thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like the, those really nice watches where it like as you walk around wearing the necklace all day, it sort <laughs> of like builds up. It's solar powered. <laughs> yeah, so it could be solar powered. That little pink, the, you see the little pink gemstone that's on the top uh, to signify no, the clitoris? I don't see it. It's like right there. It's like, it's right there. Tyler. I don't, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, it took me a second. And that's it. So if you are looking for the perfect gift for anyone on your list, I mean, it says it right at the top. This is for everyone on your list this season. You're definitely going to want to get one of these six gifts recommended by the top sexologists. So just thought I'd help you guys out since I know we were having a little trouble trying to figure out what gifts we wanted to get people. So mm -hmm. hope you feel a lot better about this all now. Is there nothing else you could maybe get people like nothing? Is there nothing else that you can think of before sex toy? Because if I'm thinking of a gift to buy the people I usually buy gifts for, which are family members. Mm -hmm. That's not my first train of thought, nor is it any train of thought is, oh, hmm. what kind of sex toy would be best yeah. for them? Here you go, mom. Have fun. It's an internal clitoris necklace. Have fun. You should, you should eat a pomegranate first, though. You should eat a <laughs> pomegranate before you try this out. Also, is there like nothing else in your life that like... Why does all of your wearable jewelry have to be sex related? Like you don't like anything else, you know, it doesn't like have to be all of them, Tyler, and <laughs> just two of them until they, until it's not Tori until the moment where they fully girl boss sex, where now you have to like wear like at least five rings. You have to have all of your necklaces. There's toe rings for sex. This is a haunted, a haunted reality, Tori. Yeah. The reality of sex toy jewelry is, um, it's like where we're at right now. If we stay here, I can come to terms with it. If we start making, if, if we get too crazy with it, like the pocket pussy belt, things are going to have to change and society is going to have to get real cool real quick. Tori, have I ever told you I hate health hacks? Yeah, they fucking yeah, you've, suck, dude. You've mentioned it a few times. I just want to let you guys know. Like, I know that you're always trying to, like, try out new things. Like, you'll try, you always say, Tyler, you're like, I'll try well, anything mean, to, like, you know, just feel better and, like, live a more fulfilling life. So, like, I'm just, I trying should, to I should clarify. I should clarify. <laughs> I hate health hacks in the way that I hate mainstream news, where it's just too much information about too much sad shit all the time. It's like that mm -hmm. kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You've get wow, Tori. You are you are a curator of bad vibes. I am the Tucker <laughs> Carlson of sex toys right now. You really want that title? I don't want it. I just felt like it was an accurate description. So I was on my way home from work the other day, and I passed by a car that I need help discerning the uh, the the modus operandi of why you would make a vehicle of this nature. So it was just a normal sedan. But on top of said sedan, there was a menorah made out of PVC pipe and actual mm. light bulbs. So the only thing I could have dubbed this in my notepad on my phone to bring up later was the menorah mobile. <laughs> and I can't think of why you would need a menorah mobile. Why does Santa get a sleigh, Tay? Huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you saying? Jewish kids can't have their own automobile for for holiday joy. <laughs> Look, how many fucking people do you see driving around with reindeer antlers sticking out of their windows or a big fucking wreath on the front of their car? Let them put some goddamn candles on there. Who gives a no, shit? Everyone too, looks that's stupid. That's completely fair. I didn't think about it that way, and my heart has been open to the possibilities of the menorah mobile. <laughs> Plus, it sounds awesome. Thank you. I was about to say, you're being real anti-Semitic here today. <laughs> it, your, it wasn't coming your, from a place of volition. It was coming from a place of genuine curiosity. <laughs> your dismissive nature of Hanukkah joy. Sorry. Sorry. Holiday vehicles are reserved for Christians only. Okay? <laughs> That's it. We got a lock on that shit. One of us should make a Christian mingle account just to see what's up. Nose goes. Tori, you were last. Yeah, Tori, no, you were last. Definitely last. Definitely Tyler was last, last on mine. Nope. You were definitely last, Tori. You have to make a Christian mingle yep. account. And you're the best candidate for it because Absolutely. you're the one that's going to get annoyed faster than anyone. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, do you want to go like on a date maybe this week? How about you attend service at my church on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really into all the God stuff. Sorry. <laughs> but you're on Christian Mingle. Yeah, I'm here to find nuns. I just think that's kind of th- hot. I've seen a couple yeah, videos. I, I have a thing. <laughs> Had kind of an itch for that, you know, like that uptight look. I hate that. Just, uh, I hate that completely. Much like this podcast that you're not supposed to like. So thank you so much for listening and or hanging out with us for this hour. It's been great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the support. So go ahead and leave a like, favorite, comment, and or review. Really helps the show out, gets us into curated lists, and helps us beat that algorithm. Yeah, help us fight it. Sorry, I'm getting a card. I needed to stall. Go like go like five rounds. Help. Five rounds with the, the end of the podcast. Yeah, go five rounds. Eat a bunch of pomegranates and be able to last so long with this podcast eat a disgusting amount of onions (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is purely uploaded for edging purposes that's the entire point of this podcast so you can eat your pomegranates edge and then once the final music hits then yes and only then can you climax so if you're close right now stop yeah, so and you better you, hope we're not on like a good episode where we just keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> and if you are, you know, public, like stretching out the end of the bit, just you know, really, really stretching it out, and not letting Tori get to his like, you know, talking thing. Like if we were really extending mm-hmm. it, that would probably suck. If this right, because that would be edging. that would be the concession of the bit if we did that. Oh, yeah. And it would kind of like, you know, since it's for edging, you want it to last longer and annoy people. Tori, did you have something you wanted to say? You look really mad. Yeah. Like, you look well, really mad. You know, you've been looking mad this whole podcast, actually. Yeah. Tyler, what's up, what's yeah. up about that? Do you want to talk about yeah, that first talk before about you talk about bit? your your thing? Because in my eyes, it seems like you're frustrated, but mm-hmm. it could be a whole number of things that and you And I don't want to be a about. friend that just lets a friend sit there and seethe in their own emotions. I don't so want to be a friend that talks. I want to be a friend that listens. <laughs> so like, I want to know what's going on with you. And like, I want to listen to that and absorb oh, you know what? that you know what? from you. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go get some yes, blankets. Speak your truth. Yes. Let me go get some blankets and a pillow so you can get all cozy and you can just pour your heart out onto us and we will listen the entire time. We will listen to whatever you say. You gone? You getting the blankets? Okay. You don't have to talk. You don't have to say a word, Tori. You can just sit down and be comfortable, okay? Do you do you need some water? Do you need some water? Do you want do you want your dog? Do you want to cuddle up with your dog? Whatever. Tori, we're here for you. We're here for you, Tori. I just wanted to go out, let everyone know that if they wanted to go on to like the different podcatchers that this podcast is on, maybe and, like, <laughs> and find a rating, different show and, find, <laughs> and, and, and like maybe recommend a, a different position I should apply for, like a different hosting gig that I could apply for. That'd be great. Send it to me on Indeed. Uh, and I wanted to let you know that on any of those podcatchers, you can follow there. That's a big help. If you can leave a star rating and leave a review, that's also very helpful to us. You could also go to shapeless or youtube.com. You could also go to youtube.com slash shapeless media and you'll find uh, a bunch of videos on there. That's the YouTube channel that corresponds with this podcast. So check out some of the videos. You're bound to find something that you like.
you're never going to find a product worth buying on this show during any segment. There, we, we only do terrible segments in which you would never want any of the products except for the one we plug at the end, which is called Pod Decks. Now, Pod Decks are for your own, very own podcast where you can have, you know, some new topic ideas, new questions, you know, just some funny, funny goofs in there. It's like, it's like, um, it's like what's what Cards Against Humanity, you know, that fun game. It's kind of like that for your podcast. So go to poddex.com, use code SWORDWATCH at checkout, all one word, to receive 10% off your first order. And God, it's, it's going to be, you know, like when you get like a really good pair of, of like Cards Against Humanity cards and it's so funny and everyone at the table laughs. It's just like that. And it's going to be so good. You should get it. It's so it's so good. Everyone's gonna be really cracking up with this. All right. Okay. So are you guys ready for the pod deck last laugh? This like oh I'm yeah. so ready I'm, to crack. Really, up. I'm ready to giggle. Okay, it's really funny. What is your worst childhood memory? <laughs> <laughs> Why would they I thought these were supposed to be what fun. The well, fuck? I mean, they've never been funny, but they've never been deeply traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relive some trauma for the for the joy of your fans that you're trying to accumulate. You want to get big on iTunes? Open up. Open up all of your deepest traumas. <laughs> there and are the no fun- secrets on the internet. The weirdly funny part about this card is that your worst childhood memory, you probably don't remember. Oof. You repress Oof. that shit. Oof. Ouch, Tori. Oof. Owie. Ouch. Oof. Ow. Tori, is that something you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Because we would honestly be open to like letting you mm-hmm. talk about that until the podcast ends. Yep. And, and we are we are end, more than welcome. We are more than happy to also share our own experiences if that if that's what helps you open up about yours. That is so valid. Tay, what you just said was like so valid. And honestly, I'm so here for it because like the energy that you just brought to this conversation before the podcast ends mm-hmm. is like so valid mm-hmm. and like when Tori does want to speak about the trauma mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he had to go through as a child like then it's just going to be like such a more comfortable position for him to talk and I'm, about and i'm so sick of all these narratives of like like repressing your trauma just makes you a stronger person that is just absolutely incorrect and false. You have to open up about it and you have to talk about it. Otherwise, it's just going to sit there and fester. I have always thought that. And I'm so glad that you are kind of like championing this issue right now for the internet. Um, and oh, we're being so we're being so bad. Tori, do you wanna do you wanna yes, talk please, about this? Like we're we're here for you and your experiences. So please do open up about your childhood trauma. My...